welcome to Bear Creek's Tuesdays Together. We record Tuesdays Together live every Tuesday night on our online campus at 6 p.m. Or you can tune in here shortly after um, that episode airs on our online campus right here on our podcast channel. Thanks for listening. Here's Tuesdays Together. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays Together. We're checking all of our streams to make sure we are alive. I'm checking YouTube now. I don't think it's actually gone live yet. Doesn't look like it. Yep, there we are. Oh, are we live? Awesome. We are live. All right, so we're live on Facebook. I'm waiting for YouTube to refresh and see if we're live here. Give everybody a second to join in with us. Yep, I see we're live on YouTube now. Just took one second to load up. Awesome. There we go. So thank you all for joining us tonight. We are continuing our series. And you have the book handy. We can show them the book yes. again real quick. Look, you got, you got it handy. Yes, I do. Miss Jenny's awesome about having all of our, our stuff handy here. I'm going to put you up with the live chat up so I can see YouTube too and flip back and forth and forget any comments here. There we go. So we are doing our study. Um, it is based mm-hmm. on this Daily Grace Co. study piece. Okay. <laughs> piece for the anxious heart. Um, so you can get that on dailygraceco.com. Um, I also have the link, I have the link like attached to our actual, um, post and also we'll have it tagged. I've been tagging it to our podcast channel as well. So if you join us late, um, that's the study that we're doing. Peace for the anxious heart. I'm surprised we don't have a discount code yet to give to you guys because Jenny orders a ton of stuff on here. Like if you have a gift, a birthday coming up and you're in our family, chances are if you're a female, you probably got a Devo at some point from my wife. So, <laughs> yes, I like, I like their stuff. Awesome. I feel, like, yeah, I feel like I should be like a founding member for them because yeah. I got studies from them like when they were just like a small little company and only had like, I don't know, just, like <sighs> maybe gone huge. 10 studies and now they have like hundreds mm. and have like multiple warehouses and yeah that's good stuff so i don't know about you guys but uh thought tonight was quite ironic we're talking about uh anxiety and trauma and Mm -hmm. pastor jenny said i was not funny i wanted to start with doing a weather forecast like having a crazy background and acting Mm -hmm. like i'm jim cantori but she said that might be triggering so we are not going to it triggered me so no we're not we're not doing that (laughs) i don't know you about, about you guys but i deal with anxiety through comedy and comical relief. So that was my comical relief because everybody's at work to, is talking about closing branches and with all the wind blowing in and stuff like that. And I just, I, I deal with the comical relief. So that was my yeah. way of being funny. But she said that was not what we do when we're talking about anxiety and trauma. No. We don't trigger each other. So no. tonight we're not going to trigger yeah. anybody by putting on some comical relief show. No. There might be some comical right. relief though at some point. <laughs> We are uh, praying for everyone in the path of the hurricane, obviously, because this is definitely the uh, last few days have been, I'm sure, for everyone in Bay County and anyone that has been in the path of a major hurricane this last couple of days has been nail-biting yep. and 
um, anxious, anxious or just praying a lot. Yeah. Yes. Or spending a lot of time on your knees in prayer. So, yes. which we we're going to encourage you to do that on two days together. Yeah. <laughs> Spend a lot of um, time praying, not chewing your fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not doing that. Right. Um, we do have, Hey, Miss Brenda, Miss Brenda's on. We Ooh. have several people that have, um, it's showing up that have come on. So make sure whenever you come on, you say, Hey, so we know that you're there with us. Um, so tonight is, I forgot, I don't think I posted the scriptures. I meant to, I did the questions, but I don't think I did the scriptures for tonight. Um, so Psalm 13 and John 15 are tonight's scriptures. And I'm going to type those, those in the, are you doing them on the YouTube? I'm yep. doing them on the... Psalm 13 and John 15. Our focus scriptures. Psalm 13, John 15. Those are the two focus scriptures for the anxiety and trauma. Um, so if you have this study, like if you did get the, um, if you're just logging on, the Daily Grace Coast study that we're pulling all this from, if you did get this and um, you're following along, it does have a little uh look at there we're seeing our comments topic. tonight yeah yay it's actually working nice um it does have a trigger warning at the top um because anytime that you are talking about trauma it can trigger things and it can cause some more anxiety um so that is a little warning at the top of this week's study and we're going to be cautious about what we talk about yes. too tonight because we want you guys to be able to know and to be care, know that we're talking about this and know how we deal with these things as we deal with them and they come up and how we help others deal with them. But we don't want to trigger issues for you guys that may, you may have gone through in the past. So we'll try to be discreet as what we discuss on here. Just mm -hmm. help you. We know what it is without mm -hmm. you know, directly talking about it and bringing up bad memories. So mm -hmm. because obviously there's enough going on right now that we're around us. So. Yes. <laughs> Whatever your anxiety is, <laughs> yeah. your trauma is, we, mm -hmm. we, I said, we literally just joke, we're halfway joking about this in the car because we all had a little bit of PTSD. All it took was seeing a curve of a hurricane coming back towards our area. It doesn't matter east, west, straight on, doesn't matter. We just see anything that says, oh no, it's more than a tropical storm. It's hit hurricane status. You go, okay, that was enough to be yeah. a little bit triggering for us because we went, hey, it's, it's, it's headed in our general direction. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, it is great timing to talk about anxiety and trauma because we don't want to be anxious no but we committed to prayer mm -hmm. and trust our god so yeah. good so um tonight so we're just going to dig in we're going to try not to keep all <clears throat> a super long time we don't ever mean to keep y'all a super long time um hey sammy hey kayla see some more hey guys come logged in so when you do log in please let us know that you're there because it doesn't show us who's there it just shows a number that goes up um, so just starting to dig in tonight. Um, so obviously we experience different kind of disruptions in our day. Um, in the day-to-day -day life, we have different things like car problems, cars not starting, breaking down, whatever, all those types of problems with vehicles. <laughs> We've had our fair share recently and are yep. still having, um, those problems. Um, maybe you were planning on going somewhere, babysitter canceled. <laughs> unplanned meetings. Uh, unplanned meetings. Pop quizzes um, for you students out pop there. Pop quizzes. Like, all <laughs> those things can be 
unexpected disruptions in our day. Um, but obviously, those types of things, we just adapt. We move mm -hmm. on. Those are not um, traumatic events right. that just completely stop us in a, our tracks. They may stop us for a few minutes, but we can mm -hmm. still usually adapt and move on. Um, right. But then other times there's <clears throat> experiences that we have that are interruptions that hold gravity. And that's when those are considered trauma. Um, yeah. Any kind of abuse are, situations or yeah, anything. Yeah, abuse, physical, physical trauma. Um, mm -hmm. Anything that has put you in a high stress experience or a life threatening experience, anything like that mm -hmm. is trauma. Car wreck, um, hurricanes, yeah. tornadoes, those kind of things. Anything that's like natural, physically. any kind of natural disasters. Yeah. It could approach yeah. you or could approach family. Could mm -hmm. really concern you there. Yeah. So the trauma can fuel overwhelming anxiety centered on protecting ourselves from these situations ever happening again. So that's like we talked about last week, the like the fight or flight mm -hmm. response is part of our human nature. Um, and a lot of times that's what happens when we get in those overwhelming situations. We it's like I'm either going to fight right now or I'm going to retreat from this yeah. situation, whether it be physically like you get out of the situation or your body does something to physically get you out of the situation mm. um, at the time. Mirror people like that are physically getting ready to go do something. I remember like my, my grandmother, like one of the things that she had no use of one of her hands. And I remember the one of the things was it, it her, her nose would catch her skin burning if she got it on something because she didn't have any use in her one hand. So for us, we take for granted a lot of times, you know, pain sensors, you know, we don't go into something because we feel that pain. We're like, Ooh, back up. Or we mm -hmm. feel heat. Okay. Stay uh -huh. away from heat. Or, you know, I, I remember as a kid, my parents used to say, don't touch granddaddy's coffee. And, and I apparently learned the word hot because I stuck <laughs> my hand inside his coffee one day and they said, Oh, it's hot, hot. And so those memories triggered, you know, we don't mm -hmm. stick our hands in hot liquids anymore, you know, because, yeah. because, you know, the more traumatic the experience, new pathways, deeper pathways in your brain mm -hmm. are engraved. So the more traumatic experience, the more traumatic opportunity, or even mm -hmm. the other direction of that, the more happier the opportunity, the more, more, intense the happiness or the more excitement the deeper mm -hmm. the engraved memory you have so yeah, yeah. so well just some sim simple things like today mm -hmm. we had a uh, hallie's one-year-old <laughs> doctor's appointment Traumatic um <laughs> and literally like she was fine in mm -hmm. the office until we got to the room and they were like, oh, you need to take her clothes off because, you know, they got to do like all of the weighing full and inspection, full inspection, you know, and all that. <laughs> and as soon as that happened, it was immediate. Like, I remember where we're at. <laughs> Hold on a second. It was quite triggering for like, Holly. Yeah, it triggered her <laughs> into those memories. Like even at one year old, she still like knew exactly what was coming. And then it was mm -hmm. like, from there on out, it was like, don't touch me. Don't do anything. Yep. Cause I know that y'all inflict pain because <laughs> she had to have shots again, again today and, yeah. and blood and a blood sample. And that was after her shower time, which she's not. Which was also triggering because she doesn't like baths. <laughs> hey JW. Hey Gavin. Hope yeah. you haven't had any triggering situations. Yeah. So. <laughs> today has been a non-triggering day for everyone. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so it's like even even as young as one year old, they have you like yeah. memories already start to create certain connections mm -hmm. 
with certain events. And mm -hmm. that was something, uh, the next part of it was talking about like, you know, there may be specific smell, um, a specific sound or something that you see, that something, you yeah. see that mm -hmm. can trigger that memory of that traumatic event. Mm -hmm. and, it, and sometimes it's not even a, a traumatic event. I mean, I would, I would hope that Hallie's shots are not going to be considered right. traumatic for her, but that event triggered her well, today. We talked about the other day, like the pain we went through with one of the dentists we went through a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like you start talking about the dentist. I used to love going to the dentist. I always got a toy yeah. coming back to the dentist and it never was painful, but we had a bad experience a couple we of years had, ago. Um braces. Like we yeah. went through all of those things. And never had a problem until <laughs> we went to a bad dentist and they were poking up doing the measurement on the gums and the person apparently was badly trained and they were making every gum bleed on her teeth. So mm -hmm. it, it became a traumatic experience. I've never had that kind of pain delivered to my gums before yeah. where they made every gum bleed during inspection. So I didn't want to go back just to the dentist normal, for a while. Just a normal cleaning. Yeah. it freaked us out and then like we didn't want to go mm -hmm. back and then i had to go because i had a broken filling from same same dentist <laughs> had a broken filling and had to go back and mm -hmm. of course it was like just like the whole process was it was i was anxious the whole time because it was like okay i don't want this to happen again like mm -hmm. is this gonna be the same situation but shout out to forest park dental they know what they're doing over there and they are awesome people awesome dentists awesome everybody that works there um and the situation changed so now yeah. like that anxiety that was there for me Good everybody difference. else has still got to go the rest of the family hasn't went yet yeah. they're scheduled um but, well, we're looking to reset our bad memories yeah, as well they will be going away that traumatic goodness. event because yeah. yeah it was it was pretty bad i mean dentists are not like I don't know. I don't think they're on the top of everybody's like, oh, yeah, I don't mind going to the dentist. Um, but like when you have a an event like that happen, mm -hmm. it, it triggers, triggers you mm -hmm. again. Um, so the smell and going <laughs> in a dentist office can even be triggering. Um, I was say, these experiences can lead to feelings of terror, sickness, disorientation, because you don't want to go back into that feeling again. Immediately mm -hmm. you're like, hey. What do you do in those situations? What, what, do you, what is your brain? Personally, I'm one of those ones that's really good. I mean, like, to a fault, go back into prep mode. Because, mm -hmm. like, as soon as the her, we heard a hurricane might be heading our direction, I immediately called my dad and was like, hey, how's your how's your generator doing? And he was like, hey, I need to change the oil. Hey, I do too. We got together and did that. We filled mm -hmm. up our gas tank. So, me, to a fault, I mean, almost like where I shut everything else gets shut down, mm -hmm. I go into prep mode. And that's just my, yeah. my mentality, which goes well for my job. But yeah. for, for others, it's like to a fault where like every, Jenny almost felt like abandoned the other night because I immediately went straight into prep mode. And she's like, hey, I'd like to have some help with the baby. And I'm like, I can't. I've got to prepare for the whole family and have you all ready. So but it's not a bad thing to say, hey, instead of shutting down. But to me, I immediately went into preparation where everything else almost shut down in life. So there's a good happy balance of not shutting down yeah. and not immediately going into disaster prep mode. Yeah. Uh, finding your happy medium and mm -hmm. going, hey, where are you going to land with us? Not completely putting it all in fight or flight. Like, mm -hmm. you got to, like, have that medium there. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, obviously, we talk about um, different situations can trigger smells. You know, anything that um, introduces something into our senses can remind us back to a situation. Mm -hmm. um, but... Even though trauma is heavy, we have to remember 
that Jesus mm -hmm. provides that healing and that runs deeper than those triggering memories. Yeah, any pain mm -hmm. or any sin, which I thought was pretty mm -hmm. cool because Sammy mentioned, he said some sin is burnt in your brain also and you have to overcome it because yeah, memories of sin you've committed yeah. and memories of sin, maybe memories of old relationships are burnt mm -hmm. in. And then but we've got to remember that Jesus mm -hmm. Christ can not only remove those memories or remove that trauma and those traumatic experiences mm -hmm. where we look back and it's history where we look back yeah. upon it, but we're not drawn back into it again because we help the barrier. Jesus is our barrier and Jesus yeah. is our healer. Yeah. Um, so it, it, we may, I, I had the note that, um, cause it talked about the truth mm -hmm. does not minimize the pain and discomfort caused by traumatic experiences, but it magnifies the comfort we find in Jesus's safe and loving embrace. And I had a note that we may not forget what happened, um, but Jesus's comfort helps us to look forward and remember that we're loved more than we even know. Um, and he reminds us that we are not alone and we are secure in him. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, a lot of times with anxiety, we seclude ourselves and we don't invite people mm -hmm. in to to walk with us through it. And we do feel alone a lot because a lot of times we are working through it alone. Mm -hmm. We are trying to get through it because we haven't um, opened up to anyone. Yeah. And so that's in those times too, we have to remember that Jesus is there with us. Um, union with Christ is an unshakable mm -hmm. source of stability. Like mm -hmm. our followers of Christ, our union with Christ, our oneness with Christ is an unshakable source of stability, which our pastors mm -hmm. talk about Sunday morning is mm -hmm. again, pushing prayer being how important our relationship with Jesus is because no matter what we're going through, where we're going through it, mm -hmm. we can pray. Yeah. And talk to Jesus. Because anxiety from trauma, especially any, I think any kind of anxiety that we deal with, but anxiety, especially from trauma can lead to that, those feelings mm -hmm. of instability and insecurity and that's where that unshakable source of stability comes from yep. Jesus. The only unchanging mm -hmm. thing in our life. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the first, um, I think it was actually the second scripture that I gave y'all, but John 15 um, is one of the main focus scriptures here. And I did put it in the um, notes there. Um it describes this incredible connection by representing Christ as a vine and believers as branches. So just as a branch's life source is the vine, so Jesus is our life source. Unity with Christ can never be broken or removed. And a lot of times when we're in the middle of when we're in the middle of those traumatic situations and then when we're in the middle of resurfacing, you know, when when those moments of PTSD mm -hmm. come up and in our face, um, it's important to remember that 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 branch is not going to be that severed. vine is not going to be severed from the from the branch, the life source, because Jesus is still there. And just that anxiety is lying to us and telling us that he's not. And John 15 is talking about that Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. So mm -hmm. in your quarter mind, that's what they were talking about in reference yeah. to is that. You've got to stay connected to the vine. You've mm -hmm. got, as life comes, you've got to stay connected to the vine. Yeah. Even when everything else feels like it's falling apart, Jesus is their steady source of strength and peace. Um, 
and the next part talked about a lot about um, how our union with Christ gives us shakeable, unshakable security, but it also gives us unshakable um, identity because a lot of times when we get in the middle of traumatic um, source anxiety that comes from traumatic events, um, that's when we start letting that anxiety and that traumatic event identify like that that's our identity and it's not but that's the anxiety talking that's the traumatic event talking um but that's often what we do as humans we have the tendency to blame ourselves when we experience any level of trauma any level of anxiety Mm -hmm. um because we start thinking i could have done this to have kept that from happening or i could have done this And then maybe that wouldn't have happened to me. And we start blaming ourselves like it's all our fault. Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking back when I was reading this, I was, I think I've been through several traumatic things, but I think the most recent was obviously the hurricane that we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking back like to what it was talking about there. And I'm like, yeah, I can totally see that because my immediate reaction was, well, we shouldn't have stayed. We shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have done that. And then maybe we wouldn't have went through all of this. And then maybe, you know, like everything would have been different and we can handle a little wind and, you know, just like all the things because we stayed and we heard all of the sounds and, and all of that. So now my trigger is wind sure. even though it can only be like, it might be like 10, 13 miles per hour outside. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, why do I hear the wind, like the wind against the window, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But it's like, it's not even anywhere near the wind that we experienced in the hurricane, but just that trigger. Mm -hmm. And then I start blaming myself. Like I shouldn't, we shouldn't have stayed. Like Mm -hmm. we shouldn't have done this, but we can't blame ourselves because there's a reason for everything. Mm -hmm. There was a reason, there was lots of reasons why we stayed and God saw us through all of it. Um, but that's what we do. That's mm-hmm. our human nature. And God had a plan in all of this. We got to remember mm-hmm. a lot of times we blame ourselves for it or we think, why, why? And what we need to remember is God. And remember to pray. Our pastor pushes this all the time again. He says, he says, hey, pray. Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord of the harvest, you know, what am I to gain in this in this time? God, what am I supposed to be learning from this? Again, don't God, don't, don't just pray God take me out of this. But God, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to be gaining from this? What yeah. would you have me to learn? What would you have me to say? What would you have me to do mm-hmm. right now? I mean, we had the opportunity to meet, meet neighbors we'd never met before. I mean, mm-hmm. after the hurricane, I think about like how neighborhoods came back together again. Yeah, was, a lot yeah. of it was trauma. A lot of it was, you know, wondering if our neighbors were okay or not. But a lot of it, there's some great yeah. things that came out of it. And, you know, so we, again, with any traumatic situation, God, what would you have me to learn? I mean, we've had conversations with people that had very traumatic situations outside of, you know, when and rain, but I mean, things that lead to PTSD, maybe mm-hmm. military and other things. And they said, man, there's people in relationships that they built through those opportunities and through the situations and through the things they've gone through that would not have happened any other way mm-hmm. than allowing themselves to go or God allowing them to go through a situation. Yeah. God opened up doors of ministry for them. Yeah. I think Pastor Tony's mentioned it a lot. Um, I feel like a lot recently too, like we always are quick to go, well, the devil, like, put me through this yeah. like this you know but give sometimes yeah we give mm-hmm. him too much credit sometimes it's like god just really was testing our faith mm-hmm. it wasn't like the devil putting us through it but god 
I mean, he said that we're yeah. not going to have an easy life as a Christian. It's not going to be a piece of cake. We're going to have to go through um, traumatic things, unfortunately. Yeah. But he's going to see us through it. And we have to remember, there's always, like you just said, there's always something to learn out of the things that we go through. Yeah. And I was just reading, um, Sammy said, we tend to be embarrassed when we are traumatized and don't want anyone to know. So, no, we go through So we go through it alone. And that's mm -hmm. really true. Like, yeah, like we do, we do that. And especially in like, especially when we feel like ourselves, like, wow, that was really silly. Like yeah. I look back and we're talking about hurricane one, but I look back at the, the hurricane and like myself, I was like in the fetal position in the closet, like freaking out because I had never been like, we'd been through hurricanes, yeah, but nothing like obviously that, no. nothing like that. And I was like, literally like <laughs> head down. Like I was like, I, I had like worship music on and I yeah. was literally cause all, and all I kept remembering was they kept saying on the weather channel before everything went dead. Um, that they were like brace, you know, they're bracing for impact. And I'm sitting there like, I am bracing for the impact. Because <laughs> like, yeah. I just didn't know what was going to happen. And I felt like the whole house was going to come in. And it was like, I literally had worship music on like full blast because I didn't even want to walk out of the closet. Yeah. Um, Like that was how like petrified I was. And even my mom, like usually she's the one that's usually like, checked out somewhere because she doesn't like bad weather <laughs> but she was all like come out it's okay like things are calming down and I'm like I don't want to come out of the closet <laughs> and she's like it's okay like yeah. things are like it's like just come out and see and it was like mm -hmm. it it took a little bit and later I'm like wow I look so foolish <laughs> like that was so stupid but in, but the, in moment, the moment yeah it, it didn't feel that way in the moment yeah. um mm -hmm. but yeah so there's my sharing my traumatic well, craziness I, I immediately thought about when you were talking about that like being being open like our pastor is great about this he's very open about mm -hmm. everything personal and professional that he can share you know without breaking confidence and i immediately thought of a, um, a opportunity to earth a uh conversation that craig groeschel had again i, I, I love listening to his podcast leadership and regular mm -hmm. and his regular pastoring but or sermons but he talked about he said in in the school he was in the denomination he was in they said you can't if you're wearing your collar you can't let them see you as a human mm -hmm. and he's like and he's like i i can't ever not be that way that and he's like i'm glad i'm out of that denomination now like i'm not they can't know sheltered. that you have any kind of sin like you can't yeah. act like you you can't be human <laughs> yeah. you're a pastor you can't sink to that level of being human and it's like man like how can we relate with other people how can we have friendships how can we ever get there mm -hmm. if we're not human and not like letting people know that we still yeah. go through these things too like mm -hmm. maybe we're I mean, maybe pastors we maybe prayed up we may you know we've been through things god's grown our faith but man like we still go through junk mm -hmm. like our car still breaks down our tires still run out of air i mean we still mm -hmm. occasionally hit zero balance in our bank accounts and go hey we've got to pull money out of savings or we got to you know borrow money from somebody like those kind of things still happen like we're still human beings we still get sick mm -hmm. but i like the phrase you know we we're still put immune. our yeah you know, we still put our pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else does like that yeah. it's okay i mean this is what we're called to do we are called to do life together mm -hmm. so yeah good and we're, yes. we're, we're here to do. alongside each other in the trauma and yep. the good times and the bad yep. um i like how kayla said to um 
or if we say if I was a better mom, a better Christian, a better friend, mm -hmm. yeah, like we always like beat ourselves up, like it was something that we didn't do right or yeah. we didn't do better yeah. that caused us that. But if nothing so. else, we are here to let you know. We're, you're not the worst parent. You're not the worst spouse. You're not the worst daughter, son. <laughs> we're here to share with you that we're all in it together. We've all had terrible times. Yes. And yeah, we all go through some stuff. Yeah. We've, we've been We all do a traumatic situation yeah. differently. <laughs> and we've been going through like different situations recently, just like with just little things. I'm like walking around the house. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. While you're around the house, you know, just like things that I've asked the girls to do and they don't get done and that triggers me <laughs> like that triggers like a whole like rush of anxiety yeah. and things not being done um we all deal with that a rush of anxiety like we worded that that's a good. rush of anxiety yeah because that's how it feels it comes on like i'm not gonna lie the tone she used the doctor the girls in the house had a little bit of rush of anxiety too so <laughs> um so our relationship with christ also gives us hope of deliverance from trauma um, which I thought this was really cool. We were just talking about this um, last night. So if you were in Sunday morning's service, <laughs> Pastor Tony um, had his message was titled The Crossroad of Memory, Crossroads of Memory. Um, and if you haven't, then Sunday you can hear it on mm -hmm. um, online. But he was talking about the crossroads of memory and how God gave us the crossroads of memory where we can look back at the past and recall remember, recall in the present moment what happened in the past and what God's gotten us through in the past. Mm -hmm. As we also look forward to the future and what his promises are to come mm -hmm. and what he's going to do for us. And we do all that in present. the present. So it literally all crosses in the present and Psalm 13 we see where David describes his anxiety from constant persecution. He cries out to God and yearns to be delivered from his anxiety. But then in verses five and six, David clings to God's faithfulness and deliverance. He trusts that God will deliver him and he rejoices over the future deliverance in the present. So I thought that was like really cool. When I read that, I was like, wait a second. Like that totally goes with what Pastor Tony um, was talking about, you know, mm. one day we're not going to have all of the sin and all of the trauma and all of that's going to be washed away. Um, all the brokenness, all that will be washed <clears throat> away. And we look forward to that as we also look back and see what God has done for us. So even though sometimes it hurts and it is mm -hmm. triggering, to look back at those traumatic events and the things that have happened to us in the past, we have to look back as we're looking yeah. forward at the same time in the present, because we have to remember God got us through that mm -hmm. and he's still yet to come. There's yeah. so much greater still to come. Did you have something to add to that? No, I, I okay. agree. I, I'm just following along. Okay. You, did, you did a great job. <laughs> um, so, um, I was going to say, this ties back in. We're talking about our yeah. faith and past and things that, if nothing else, and if, they, if the wind over the tonight, tomorrow triggers, allow it to do exactly what Pastor Tony talked about Sunday morning, what Pastor, what Pastor Jenny just talked about a minute ago. Mm -hmm. Let it recall to your recollection 
how God took care of you five years ago. Mm-hmm. Let it recall back your memory how God took care of you. And in that moment, look back in that and go, don't, not to panic, mm-hmm. but to say, oh God, you brought me through it. Mm-hmm. The next day, there was a beautiful sunrise. The next night, there was a beautiful sunset. And God, in this moment, I'm not going to panic. I'm going to trust that God, no matter what sounds my house is making or anything else, that mm-hmm. I'm recalling back to this moment, mm-hmm. my faith that God, you took care of me. And that's what these yeah. moments we take, we have, we go, we're driving down 23rd street. People are driving like crazy today and you go call back your memory. The previous times you drove that God took care of you and you came right through, you did just mm-hmm. fine. Doctor gives you a bad report. Recall back your memory. The time that God's mm-hmm. called done in the past, right? You had a bad report, but God took care of you. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately look forward to the future and go, I've got promise according to God's word that I have a hope of the future. That God, that I'm one day going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ in heaven. We don't have to yeah. worry about death. We don't have to worry about what's going to happen because ultimately we know as Christians, we're going to one day spend eternity with Christ. So if I go today or I go 20 years from now, I'm going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. So, and in that moment, you look forward to that scripture of the hope of the future and draw it into the present. And that's what puts a smile on our faces mm-hmm. is knowing how God took care of us in the past and bring it to that moment. And then we recall it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, we re- relive it. Yeah, I always think um, the saying, I think, well, I don't know if it was a saying first or a song first, but it's like <laughs> the um, the greater things are yet to come. Mm-hmm. Like we've all, we've always got greater mm-hmm. coming. Um, and I think that, that always helps me when I think about that is like, okay, this moment may not be the best moment right now, mm-hmm. but I'm always like promise that there's always greater, whether or not that's like the ultimate greater heaven or God's promises for greater even here. Cause he does promise for us to have greater here. It's not like he doesn't want us to be miserable. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think like that's always helps to remember, like there's always greater coming. Um, And then that, I think it's Christine Kane that always says um, your greatest days are always ahead of you, not Mm -hmm. behind you. that one always helps you to remember like don't look at the back like those are not your greatest days they're always ahead of you yeah it's good as you said when christ returns he'll he'll also enact perfect injustice a perfect justice by punishing sin and injustice god will punish all evil brought upon those impacted by trauma he'll bring deliverance by removing the burden and brokenness of trauma forever trauma may seem like an overwhelming burden but it is a burden christ promises to remove Mm -hmm. again Looking forward to the future of God's word promises mm-hmm. in the moment. And he also, we talk about, I feel like we talk about this every week, but he also <laughs> provides us with others who can come alongside us and be a listening ear, be right there with you um, because we are not alone. Um, and I think it's important to, to remember, I think we, I skipped over it a minute ago, but it's important to remember too that, we're not alone because God's placed people in our lives, mm-hmm. whether it be family, extended pastors, family, family, pastors, <laughs> friends, you know, um, he's put people in our lives to walk with us through these traumatic times and even just yeah. daily things. Yeah. Um, but it's also important to remember that Jesus knows mm-hmm. exactly what it's like to have trauma. I mean, he went through some of the most ultimate trauma um when he endured severe beating and mm-hmm. and being hung on a cross to die you know yeah. and he didn't deserve any of it didn't mm-hmm. deserve any of what he got um so he identifies with 
us mm-hmm. and the the pain that we go through and what we've experienced with trauma. Um, and so I, was saying, I remember, I remember just above that was God promises peace and rest mm-hmm. for those who believe in Him. So mm-hmm. remember, I mean, just stay back and study Scripture. And, you know, when you're having a hard time mm-hmm. being at peace, remember and proclaim God's promises. You know, He'll give yeah. His servant rest. There's nights where I had to claim that scripture and read through it and, and go, all right, God, I'm not resting. I need your rest so I can be and mm-hmm. be at my best with your help. I need rest. So, mm-hmm. and also to yeah. um, just, I'm going to put up a little plug in here um, for uh, Pastor Tony talked about it. Vision, Vision Sunday. Um, Rick DeBose has a book mm-hmm. called In Jesus Name. Um, and we had a picture of it and stuff. If you have not already gotten it, that's a great book to get and i'm plugging it here because it's just like in the first couple chapters rick talks about um a prayer time that he had and where it was like god like allowed him to um see kind of like a vision of what it looks like in god's throne room and what it looks like when we pray and one of the things that he was saying was that there was like this big um almost like big map of the world so if you followed along with what they're doing at the ag world prayer center they have a big map of the world that can zoom into different spots a lot of that was because of this vision that rick debose had when he was praying and it was like this vision of in the throne room just this big world map and jesus literally just god's on the throne and jesus is literally just walking around back and forth on this big looks like a map. And every time someone called out Jesus' name, it was like it zoned in on that particular time and place and moment. And then he turned around and was like, Jesus was turning around and interceding to his father for whoever that was that was praying at that moment. And it just made me think like when we were talking about that, like because Jesus understands trauma he understands Mm -hmm. what we are going through when we pray he is right there zoned in on us at that very moment and interceding for us with his father yeah so so don't (laughs) take your prayers like god's not hearing them because he's hearing them and he's interceding um that was just like that was from that book and i just like share that because it's a really good book you should get it if you haven't already um, but that was just in the first couple of chapters where you talked about that. Mm-hmm. And it really like set in my mind, like, wow, like every time we call on Jesus's name, he is right there with us and he is right there interceding mm-hmm. with his father for us. And so even though we feel sometimes like our prayers aren't going anywhere, every time you call on Jesus's name, he's working for you. He's yep. praying. He's interceding for you That's right. so don't let mm. the trauma overcome remember in those moments when you call out on jesus name he will he will be there interceding for you because right. who better he understands what we're <laughs> what we're going through and he's not going to leave us alone he knows it's good yeah. nope. so and then go i'm gonna like i did last week I'm going to post the questions. I did actually do that. I hope y'all saw those questions. Um, it is just review real quick over them. Um, so the first question, how does your union with Christ help you feel grounded and secure 
what does it look like for you and to rest in your union with Christ when you are afraid? I hear your answer. So you made me um, <laughs> <laughs> So um, I just put that my union with Christ helps me feel grounded and secure because I know that no matter what I may face, he already knows. Um, and he's already there ready to comfort and guide me through it. And I think um, that vision, like I said, just then of mm. like really seeing and thinking like, wow, as soon as I say something, God is like, yeah. right, like Jesus is right there and he's interceding to God already. Like, and it just like That's gives good. you comfort to realize that like, it's not like some little I'm mailing this in and maybe in a week or two, Jesus will get back with me. Yeah. No, like he immediately right then was interceding. And that gives me comfort to know that. So. Yeah, and I immediately thought, thought the flip side of that. Like the Bible says that he knows our tomorrow. Sorry, I just realized our camera got blurry all of a sudden. Whew. Um, oh, I did that. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, I, I know the Bible says he knows our tomorrow. So if he knows our tomorrow, he's already there waiting for us in the next moment. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, what, imagine him knowing our tomorrow. He's already there waiting for you. And he's just like, hey, what can I answer you? What kind of decision are you going to make? Yeah. Are you going to trust me or are you going to go your own way? Because mm -hmm. although he, he's a gentleman, so he's not forcing us to do mm -hmm. take any particular path, mm -hmm. but he's going to allow you to make a choice in that moment. Yeah. So you have to make that choice. How am I going to respond in that moment? And so mm -hmm. knowing he has your tomorrow, knowing your faith is in the fact that he has your tomorrow in that moment, it helps me go, okay. I've got to make the choice to follow Christ and I got to make a choice to make him proud in that moment, mm -hmm. knowing that he's got it. So. Yeah, that's good. That's funny that we have that. like flip, flip answers there, but. Whoa. I'm going to try to see the camera up real quick. Sorry. The camera being blurry was bothering me. So I don't think it helped any, but I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what we did. Though. Sorry for all blurry for you guys. We're going to try to keep it. It's okay. You we'll really need to see our so. faces anyway. It's all right. Um, so the next question, um, this is actually, this was interesting to you because this was in Pastor Tony's uh, message Sunday mm -hmm. as well. Um, it says, read Hebrews 4, 15 through 16, um, and then answer the question, how does knowing Christ identifies with your suffering encourage you in your suffering? And you have Hebrews yep. 4, 15, 16. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that he may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So mm -hmm. so how does knowing Christ identifies with your suffering, encourage you in your suffering? Um, and I put that he already knows, mm -hmm. like he's been through the suffering um, even when he didn't have to, like he, mm -hmm. he chose to go through that suffering. He didn't have to do it, but he did it for us. Um, so he already knows. And if he can make it, and it's just funny because this is like exactly what Pastor Tony was talking about Sunday. If he can make it through, if the people ahead of us can make it through, mm -hmm. you know, if they can all make it, so can I <laughs> like, um, and I'd actually put in there uh, in my answer that Pastor Tony's message had the same scripture, same thoughts mm -hmm. where he was talking about, like, you know, if my grandma could make it through the pain and suffering that she made it through going through multiple times of cancer mm -hmm. and she received her ultimate reward that she made it through for years, 
then you know what? I can make it I through can it. <laughs> simple things that are not even close to that. If Jesus can make it through the suffering that he made through on the cross to make a way for us, then I can make it. I can get through the little things yeah. I've got to go through today. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And then um, the last question, what truths of your identity in Christ can make you speak over yourself or others in moments of trauma induced anxiety? I have to say it goes back to what your identity in Christ is. Mm -hmm. Where do you find your identity? Where, yeah. And I, I'll be honest, like we had our change our youth group name. We were identified in Christ student ministries. And I told students all the time, like I left that on our shirts was I am identified in Christ, even though we're Bear Creek AG youth, mm -hmm. because so much of our lives and how we act and how we treat others depends on how we see ourselves mm -hmm. and how we see others and who we see them in. And I, I told them, I said, I'm guilty of being the one driving on the highway going, gosh, why is this guy begging for money? I'm so tired of this. Why is that person looking like that? Why, why does that, did that person not think more of themselves to get a shower or something? But I, and I immediately had God convict me and goes, how am I seeing those people? So now God convicted me that every time I drive by somebody that's either walking, riding a bike, begging for money, right? God, how would you say to me to see them today? God, I pray you bless them. Be with yeah. them. Keep them. Like our pastor prays blessings over us each yeah. Sunday and go, go ahead of them. Keep them safe. Provide a way for them. Send someone along their path today to bless them. But I can't stop and bless them in that moment. And God, how would you have me to see them? How can I serve that person today? And God, help me to see that person with your eyes. No matter who it is, help me to see them with your eyes. Because not only, I believe a lot of the things and sins that occur in the world today are because we don't see our, our identity in, in Christ or we don't see others' identity in Christ. And man, I, I believe so much human yeah. injustice in the world today would be solved yeah. if we just saw others how God sees yeah. them. We've had that conversation a lot with our girls recently. Like if someone like has said something to them that's, offhanded or just like it irritates them you know like mm -hmm. we go back to okay well what do you think that they may have been dealing with or you know look at how they were brought up compared to how you were brought up or you know just different things like we have to remember mm -hmm. that everyone is going through something that we don't realize and then it all does go back to if they don't identify themselves mm -hmm it with Christ or if they just don't even I have a high identity in themselves, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to act that way and they're going to be that way. And we have to remember to right. not to not go and attack mm -hmm. it. We have to rise above it and and remember and we talk about all the time, we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. Like it's spiritual battles and surprise, surprise. It happens at church. Yes. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So yeah. I never know who people but, are going through, whether yeah. you're serving them at work or you're serving them at mm -hmm. church. You just don't no. know. Yeah. And we try to bring that back a lot with them, especially like, mm -hmm. okay, think back. Like maybe there was something that led to that, you know, mm -hmm. and instead of getting upset about it, maybe you can just go around it and, mm -hmm. and may have just been a bad day, you know, because we all can say things in our bad days yeah. or our bad moments and, we all go through stuff. Not even realize it sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. Gotta have that Chick-fil-A service mindset. I told Jay the day, I yeah. said, man, Chick-fil-A could totally sell their customer service training where they say, you never know what someone's going through. You know, you still serve them with, with a smile. And that week should yeah. serve the gospel the same way. Service yeah. with a smile. <clears throat> Anytime you come up to somebody, smile to them. Show the love of Jesus. You know, because if you're not smiling and showing the love of Jesus, why would they want what you have? 
Like if you're walking around with a frown on your face, you're walking around down, dissing people all the time. Why would they want what you got? Mm -hmm. They would, they, we should yeah. be the example of Christ to the world. Yeah. You may be the only Jesus other people see. Mm -hmm. Sounds cheesy, but it's totally true. Yeah. You may be the only Jesus some people see. And smiling and being nice to people is actually contagious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just will turn somebody's day around if they've had a rough day. Yeah. Never know. And all how you deal with anxiety and trauma is totally all in in how and how you witness others. Mm -hmm. Because if they see you that as soon as a bad thing happens, you start cussing and ranting and raving again, guilty. I've had things happen to myself and I had to apologize to my family and go, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have treated you that way. I'm sorry. But how you handle the situation and if all the situation afterwards shows who you are in Christ and that's going to affect your witness later on. Yeah. So no matter, matter what the situation is right now, again, stop and pray. Mm -hmm. God, with the oncoming storm, help me to put on your mindset. Help me to put on your your persona to the world so that I can be an example of you to those that are around me. So I can be at peace and help others be at peace when they're going through this. Okay. So, so I guess that's it for that's it. this week. So mm -hmm. I pray. Yeah. Well, and then end it. prayer. Yep. You pray. Let me pray. You can pray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the outlawed prayer. Okay. I'm the, I'm the designated, you know, crowd prayer. So I do pray. I just prefer him to pray out. <laughs> and yes, as Sammy said, greater is he that is in us than, than he that is in the world. Because if we remember that, remember our identity is in, remember he is in us. His Holy Spirit lives inside of us mm -hmm. and operates through us when we allow it. We can go through anything. All right. God, I thank you for this night. I thank you for this opportunity to discuss this topic that a lot of times gets brushed under the rug and not discussed. God, I pray your blessings upon your people, God. May we find you. May we live by your guidance. May we read your word. May it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God, as we go through the things that come our way, whether you allow, you're just allowing them to come our way for us to grow or Satan's trying to, throw in, trying to throw things at us that would knock us down. God, may we operate under the power of your Holy Spirit and live for you and be examples of you. May we find our identity in you and God live as your example to the world. God, may we be examples of you. God, may we be Christians, little Christs, to those we come into contact with God. May your peace be upon your people this night. God, I pray that this storm blow flat. That God, out of nowhere, people won't be able to explain what happened other than to say Christians prayed and that storm is gone. God, I pray that. I don't pray that it goes down somewhere else or it heads a different direction. God, I pray it blows flat. To God, nobody will deal with any damage from this, God. God, I pray keep everyone safe. And God, send us home safely this night. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. So. Next week, we will be covering anxiety and relationships. What? Relationships don't cause anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that will main focus for that scripture will be Psalm 18 and we will post um, today's questions and um, or this week's questions and what we're going to be doing. Sounds good. So, well, thank yeah. you all for joining us for two days together. Thank you. Have a great night. Good night. Stay safe. joining our podcast here at Bear Creek AG. Our goal is to help others know God, find freedom, discover their purpose and make a difference. Have a great week.